there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Dan at Dan Patrick Show. What went wrong with the Eagles? And is it fixable? Sal Palantonio will join us. He was at the game last night as the Buccaneers roughed up the Eagles 32-9. Baker Mayfield threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Bills hold off the Steelers. Josh Allen runs for a touchdown, throws for three, and now they await the Kansas City Chiefs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be going to Detroit. And uh, according to DraftKings, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are getting six points. Texans getting nine and a half against the Ravens. Packers getting ten against the Niners. And the Chiefs, a road underdog, they're getting two and a half. But this will be the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, Peacock, our streaming partner. They're going to bring you uh, basketball tonight at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. It'll be uh, Indiana and Purdue. That'll be exclusively on Peacock. Poll question from hour one. We had a few of these as we wait for Sal Palantonio to join us. Seton, what's the poll question for hour two? NFC East team that feels like it's in the worst shape. Your options were the Commanders, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. Right. You want to take a guess? But probably recency bias, and they said the Eagles... The Eagles are in third place on the poll question. What? Yep. I, you know what? The commanders sound promising. They're in second place. They're in the second worst shape. Wait, are the Cowboys number one? Uh, no, the Cowboys are fourth. Okay, and they should be. Yeah, no, the Giants, people have at 36%. Okay. They're in the worst shape. Okay. I don't disagree with that. I think they're underratedly in terrible shape. <laughs> people are underappreciating how terrible shape they're in. Yeah, because I don't know what's going to happen with Saquon. Right. I don't know what's going to happen with Danny Dimes. What about Tommy Kotlitz? You know, my wife doesn't care anything about football, but being Italian, she goes, who's Tommy Cutlets?" I go, no, 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 we're not doing that. Who's Tom Cutlets? I said, he's going to be running a restaurant around Giant Stadium in, you know, three years. 
She goes, they call him the passing Paisan? I go, hon, we're not doing this. We're not going <laughs> to be. It's already over, man. Yeah, it is. Your 15 minutes of fame for him, it's over. Uh, Sal Palantonio, kind enough to join us. Uh, he is uh, going to the Tampa airport to fly back. The ESPN national correspondent covering the NFL and a Philly legend. Sal Pal joining us on the program. Sal, thanks for joining us. What did you see in the last two months that led us to what happened last night? Well, they don't have any answers for the quarterback. That's the bottom line, Dan. I mean, we can talk about the defense, but you invested a quarter of a billion dollars in Jalen Hurts. And game after game after game, for the last four games, actually, defensive coordinators have been blitzing Jalen Hurts at a rate of 45-50-55. Last night, 59% Todd Bowles went after Jalen Hurts, and they don't have an answer for him. And this is the number one problem with the football team. If you cannot convert on third down on the road in a wild card game, they were 0 for forever last night on third down because Todd Bowles blitzed on every single third down. That, to me, is the number one problem. And, you know, Troy Aikman said it on the broadcast yesterday, last night. They don't take advantage of the middle of the field. Now, they didn't have A.J. Brown last night, but even when they had A.J. Brown in the lineup, it was a problem. So I think that that is the number one issue. And when you don't have confidence in your ability to convert in the face of blitzing in the NFL, this is a blitzing league now. It's all about getting the quarterback and getting him out of the game. We had 68 different starting quarterbacks because quarterbacks get hurt. Even in Detroit, we saw Stafford get hurt. We saw Jared Goff get hit. This is what the league is about all right now, and they don't have answers. They're not providing the answers, and that's the job of the head coach. It's his offense and his hand-picked offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson. Is it fixable? It is fixable, without a doubt. It is fixable. They were okay with it prior to the extraordinary level of blitzes. So they have to get somebody in there who understands. Listen, the guy who invented getting the ball out quickly and being so good at it that he won multiple championships was Tom Brady. They understood that it's a blitzing league, so the ball's got to be hut-hut, get it out of your hands quickly, provide answers, option routes at the line of scrimmage for the quarterback. If you're going to go empty all of the time, if you're not going to be under center all of the time, you're not getting your back to the quarterback, uh, the defense, you're in the shotgun, you have to provide answers, and that's what Josh McDaniels did for years for Tom Brady. How safe is Nick Sirianni's job? I don't think he's very safe. Lane Johnson, the leader of the team in many, many ways, all pro right tackle, um, you know, he's going to the Hall of Fame. His quote was four words, Dan. No one is safe. This kind of epic and final collapse, no one is safe. And the, it's, it's important to identify what the collapse was about. Yeah. And even Nick Sirianni alluded to it in his post-game presser. We got into a rut, and we couldn't stop the slide. Okay. So I'm not getting paid to stop the slide. You're not getting paid to stop the slide. Lane Johnson's not getting paid to do that. 
the head coach, that's, that is his number one job description. If the, if the team's going in one direction, I got to make sure I get it to go in the other direction. That's why they're paying me $5 million a year. And he couldn't do that. So I would say I agree with Lane Johnson. No one is safe. But you have to fix the offense and do it around Jalen Hurts. That's the number one thing. And you got to re-energize the locker room. I was literally one of the last reporters. I waited for every player to come out of that locker room. Dan, there was frustration, but I think looking at the players like Hassan Reddick, like Brandon Graham, and I think Graham will be back next year, still playing at a high level, Fletcher Cox, they believe they have the talent in that locker room to turn it around. Both Reddick and Graham said to me, and they said, we got to get after the quarterback, straight to the quarterback. No more fooling around. And I think that's an indication of the kind of philosophy that they want on, de- they want on defense because they see the rest of the league doing it. You don't want Hassan Reddick dropping into coverage. You want him going after the quarterback. That's what he gets paid to do. You know, they had a stretch where, you know, they beat Dallas and they beat Miami and they beat the Chiefs. And then they had the 49ers loss. I don't think they ever recovered from that loss. What was that, 42 to 19 or something? Something. Yeah. It was bad. It was a bad something. <laughs> no, it was a bad. But, you know, you, you have to go back to what Sean McDermott did. Listen, if Josh Allen and Gabe Davis hook up in the end zone in overtime, you remember the pass. Yeah. Gabe Davis went to the, went to the pylon. And Josh Allen threw it to the post, which he was supposed to do. That was Gabe Davis' miscommunication. Everybody knows you teach the wide receiver down in the red zone. When you have a zero blitz situation, you teach the wide receiver to go to the empty part of the field in the middle of the field. He didn't go there. The ball was not – they didn't connect on the pass. If they connect on that pass, then, you know, the Eagles may not even make it to the playoffs. So – they had problems even before that game when they beat Buffalo. Uh, when the Eagles take the field next year, who's the head coach? Yes. Yeah, that's a good question. So here's the thing. Let's look at the dynamics of it. You know, I'm not in the speculation business. I'm in the reporting business. So here's what I can tell you. If you're going to change the offensive coordinator, which I believe they're going to do, if you're going to change the defensive coordinator, which I believe they're going to do, Okay, are you going to make those two changes? Are you going to have a head coach Mm -hmm. who's in the fourth year of a five-year deal be the steward, the navigator of this rebuild? That's the question. Are you going to go forward with Nick Sirianni, or are you going to have somebody else come in completely? And there are guys out there. I mean, Belichick's still very much available. Uh, Mike Vrabel. Very much available. You could do that, and you could definitely change uh, the direction psychologically. And here's the other thing, Dan, and and and, and I, I can't I can't overstate this. In Philly, the fans matter. Yeah. There's so much attention on what the fans say because the team pays attention to it. They are always focus grouping they are always polling their season ticket holders the fans you have two very big sports talk radio stations you have 
guys who are on those sports talk radio stations like Joe DeCamera, Anthony Gargano, others, you know, where the coach no longer has to support. Marcus Hayes, the great columnist of the, of the Philly Daily News. You don't have his, when you don't have that kind of support in, in the zeitgeist, if you will, it's hard to really maintain the head coach that you have. And I think that that's the thing. And the other thing, too, is you've got to realize, yes, Jeffrey Lurie was patient with Andy Reid, 14 years. But he quickly jettisoned Chip Kelly when things went sour. He got rid of Doug Peterson two years after winning the Super Bowl when things were not going right. So he's not in a patient mood these days when it comes to head coaches. I'll leave you with this. Who had a more disappointing season, the Eagles or the Cowboys? You know, I would say the Eagles did because they started 10-1 and and they couldn't right the ship. I mean, it just kept going under. And that's, you know... I was in that locker room. It was rough. It was definitely rough. Now, I may be giving you that answer because I'm closer to the situation. If you call up Ed, call up Ed Werder and ask him the same question, he might say the Dallas Cowboys because, you know. But in both cases, here you have owners who have to make a decision about a head coach. And you have the greatest coach of all time as a free agent. And you only get one shot. You're only going to get one shot at, at Belichick, Right. Belichick, here's the thing about Belichick. In my view, from what I'm hearing from people, Dan, and this is important, Belichick wants to do this in a dignified, quick way. Beat the record of Don Shula in a way quickly in a place where it's dignified. So I don't know if he can get a better spot than either Dallas or Philadelphia. You have the quarterback in place. You have veteran players who know how to win. It's a quick turnaround in both those spots where he can set the record of Don Shula's all-time win record, and he can do it quickly. And um, I, I think it's, those are per, two, two spots where he could definitely go and, and accomplish the goals that he wants to accomplish. Always great to talk to you. Thank you for the information. Safe travels back home. DP, you're the best. Sal Palantonio, ESPN National Correspondent. And you know what? He said a very wise thing. He's not in the speculating business. He's in the reporting business. And I've always respected that with Sal. Because we do a lot of speculating, hypothetically. Rumors, I'm hearing. Sources close to, okay. I'm fine with that. And what he was talking about with Bill Belichick is interesting. Go in. It's a team that's ready to win. Maybe you can do it. Maybe you can do it. Like, that's where Atlanta, Atlanta's... I thought they were a sleeping giant, and I found out they were just sleeping. You know, 8-9, 8-9, 8-9. You've got to find your quarterback. Philadelphia, you got your quarterback. Dallas, you have your quarterback. Bill doesn't want to deal with those things. Bill would come in and be a fixer. He'd be like, all right, this is what we need to do. We're going to shore this up. We need to do this. We need to do that. Not go get somebody, because Bill doesn't do well with that. If you have the personnel in place, that's where I see Belichick coming in. And Dallas and Philly, if Philly's open and if Dallas is open, then all of a sudden it's just you got the greatest coach in history coming in to troubleshoot. It's a tune-up, not an overhaul. Don't need a new engine, just spark plugs. We'll take a break. Hall of Famer Steve Young will join us, get his thoughts on everything that's transpired so far. Where would he place Bill Belichick? We'll take a break back after this, Dan Patrick Show. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get phone calls coming up. Reggie Bush will join us in an hour from now. Hall of Famer Steve Young joining us, the former 
ESPN NFL analyst and former Super Bowl MVP. I thought of you the other day. Well, I think of you a lot of days, but I thought, no, of, I I thought of you watching Puka Nakua. And the reason yeah. I thought of you is because you played with Jerry Rice, and Jerry Rice had football speed. It, you know, it didn't translate to a 40-yard dash, but Jerry didn't get caught. Puka Nakua doesn't have, you know, four or five speed or whatever, but he has football speed. Can you tell me, like, what is the difference between a guy who just runs 40 in a 4-4 or a guy who runs 4-6, but still he doesn't get caught? Yeah, there's a lot of guys that put a helmet on and it messes up their, like, their athleticism. Like they put the shoulder pads, the helmet, they kind of put cleats on, they run around, and it's like they're not the athlete that they showed up, you know, in shorts. And uh, most of the time, the uniform creates a little bit of havoc um, and slows you down a little bit. And some guys speed up or at least handle the, the weight and the and the restrictions, and they actually get fat. Jerry was that way, and I think Puka, you're just, you, you've hit it, something that I think is really cool because Puka is somebody that you do not want to cover because he he's strong his hand like he get he he's gonna make you miss and he's gonna run by you and you wonder why how and uh, it's called football speed and people always talk about well what is that you know and I always talk about the force you know the Star Wars force like something you can't really explain but it's a it's a talent that when you put the uniform on you actually get faster and Jerry was that way yeah I agree and I I just feel that way with Puka Nakua all right let me start with the games last night. Uh, what do you see when you see Josh Allen now as opposed to, let's say, two years ago, three years ago? Well, I see a guy that I wish had a little bit more help. Um, I see a guy that has to play Superman every week, uh, and it's amazing that he's able to put the cape on over and over and over again. Uh, it's the nature of the game today, though. Uh, we've talked about it. You and I have talked about it many times. The game's changed because the rule changes and defenses can't launch anymore. There's more space. The game's more wide open. And so the game is now for a guy like Josh Allen. He is the prototype. Somebody who has a big arm, can run around, can run for 52-yard touchdown and change the game in the biggest games of the year. So I, I wish that he could be uh, somebody that had a little bit more help so he could just play quarterback and then put the cape on more you know, periodically. Uh, but he's the kind of guy that's going to win Super Bowls. Super Bowls are going to be won by guys like that. But I think he does have help, Steve. I think he has two good tight ends. I he's agree. Got I, look, Dan, I, I'm with you. There's, It's not like he's helpless. I just wish there's a little more running game, a little more ability to just come out of the huddle, run the play, you know, get the get the yards, and maybe that's about the maybe that's about Josh a little bit. Maybe it's about him just saying, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be more regular, more of a manager. Just get the ball out of my hands, make the gains. You know, let the let the offense run and be efficient, and that'll make him even more explosive." So I I look I, I I hear you, and I probably shouldn't have said it as dramatically, but I just I think maybe it's tactics, and I, I would love him to be able to run the football a little bit more. Who had a more disappointing season, the Cowboys or the Eagles? <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's 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 painful to think of both. Uh, to watch the ten and one Eagles just go completely disappear, and it was weird. Even last night, I watched the, I was, before the game. I'm like, the Eagles will they'll respond. And I've said this week after week, and it's like they're going to respond. They'll they have to respond, and to come up last night and just there's nothing to respond with. 
and you are because what's wrong? And uh, and so that's that's uh, unnerving if I were an Eagles fan. But the thing that, but they're not, they're not the winner. The Cowboys are the winner, <laughs> or the loser, I guess, is that they continue to underperform at the key moments to their talent, and have done it for twenty years. And you you uh, uh, you know, it never ends. They never live up to or extend or expand on the talent they have. They always have a talented team, but they never live to it. And last week was just had to be the most painful thing that Jerry Jones has seen in 20 years. Okay, but this is systemic. And the one constant has been Jerry Jones. Dan, come on. I mean, there's a couple of fundamentals. You talk systemic. It's fundamental rootedness of what's wrong with the Cowboys, and that is that Jerry Jones runs the team. But he's not the coach. And I always said if he's going to run the team, you got to be the coach. But he doesn't hire somebody who is empowered by Jerry to be independent so that when you walk in the locker room and you want to talk to the players, you want to yell at the players. And you yell at the players and the players go, well, I don't really care what you say because I only listen to Jerry. And that's the problem is that the head coach for 20 years has not been empowered. And he's got to hire somebody who is clearly empowered. They talk about Bill Belichick right now. It's fun to talk about. I don't know if there's any chance of it. But a guy like that, that would be somebody who now has the power in the locker room and can get the players to play and to be and live and live up to the expectations and to their talent. Now, the other piece of it, though, is because it's America's team, everyone talks about it, that somehow you're already, you're a cowboy, you're already famous. And because of that, they don't have, they haven't earned it. I think what they should do is, like, you don't get the star. There's two stars on your helmet. You get one star when you win 10 games, and you get another star when you win a playoff game. And that's how you earn the chance to be a cowboy because otherwise you put the helmet on and everyone thinks they're famous and they get punched in the mouth and like, wait, we're, we're, already, we're great. What are you talking about? We're, we're the cowboys. And you see that over and over and over again. So those are the two rooted pieces that need to change or else the cowboys continue. And people can argue with me, oh, Steve, that's not true. Well, 20 years of it, 30 years of it, you have to start saying there's something systemic about it, and you've got to empower a coach, and you've got to take the stars off the helmet until they get earned. Yeah, I think it's a great point because there's a sense of entitlement, and and you're right. You're, 100%. Yeah, you're a cowboy. So you're actually saying you start the season with no stars on your helmet either side? Hey, 100%. Because it says... It's just where they. That's who. That, that's the situation. It's not. I'm not blame. There's no blame. It's just the truth, and so that you have to go. They have to go earn that ability to be a cowboy, because otherwise it gets given too easily without having their. You know, they're, they're, it's it just. They think that they just show up and everyone goes. Oh, they're the cowboys. Like, you know, the problem is, is that the rest of the league doesn't care anymore. <laughs> doesn't seem to matter. I want you to place Bill Belichick. Where would you put him? Oh, it's a tough one because he's just it, he, it, it, and you wonder if he needs the support of all you know some co- like can he bring a bunch of people with him and then how long is he going to be there? Because um, you want it today's game. Today's game's different. You look at the most innovative minds of the game today, and you're looking at uh, Miami. You're looking at Kansas City. You're looking at San Francisco, L.A. Uh, the Vikings, the, the the Packers, like the innovative minds are really the guys that are moving around, taking advantage of the space. And so Bill Belichick is an amazing coach, but in today's game, he's going to have to find that offensive coordinator, which he hasn't had for a number of years, who can be that innovative mind. 
because that's who's winning. That that's how you win champs. Used to be, I'll make a ferocious defense and I'll carry a team to the Super Bowl. You can't do that anymore. It's an it's an offensive game. It's a wide open, innovative game, and it's also run by that guy. There's maybe eight today, and if Jordan Love is now one of them out of nowhere, or C.J. Stroud is amazing. If those guys kind of are obviously emerging, then you've got eight to ten guys in the league that can go win a championship. You got. 20 teams that literally are watching, Dan. They're, they have no chance. They're just showing up, playing six, 17 games, and then waving goodbye. And so there's eight to 10 teams that have a shot. And uh, if, you know, if you're going to place Bill Belichick, you have to place him in one of those teams with one of those guys with an offensive creator who's innovative. And so it really, to me, that's more important than the actual geography. Would you replace him? In Dallas, would you put him in there for Mike McCarthy? Well, for look, you and I would both agree that systemically that would be a positive, right? That nobody would wonder if Jerry Jones or Bill Belichick's in control. And I think that's important. Whoever that is needs to be able to walk in the locker room and leave Jerry behind. And I think Jerry should empower that and, and embrace that. But and does he, Jerry know that he's part of the problem, Steve? That's That's part of the problem because you have to read the room. But then I've been telling. Look, he obviously doesn't listen to me because I've been saying it for twenty years. So, it, like, <laughs> yeah, but you don't tell I mean, him this when you see him in person. When you're, in yeah, I, mean, well, I have, I have intimated <laughs> some of this to him when I see him. Like, Jerry, okay, you, okay, I, hold on. I'm, I'm Jerry Jones, and I say, "Hey, Steve, how are hey, how you? Doing? How are you doing, you know, Jerry? You've got to get a coach that's empowered that walks in the locker room and not afraid, you know." And he's like, "Yeah, that's not intimating. That's telling him." <laughs> I, I've mentioned it, okay? I've mentioned it a number of times. <laughs> uh, Hall of Famer Steve Young joining us on the program. How did the Niners not make it to the Super Bowl? Uh, you saw them get beat um, by the Ravens uh, and and uh, the, a bully defense that Cleveland Browns did that. Um, and they also saw them get beat by the Bengals with Joe Burrow just throwing it all over the field. Um, and there's those are the two things – you know, you have, and who's got a defense that's got that bully defense in the NFC today? I know mean, they're going to probably see the Lions and the Packers. I don't know that either on the road it, it can can do that. Who can throw it around? Can Jordan Love repeat this? Can he be the new Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson? You know, can he be that guy? Because if he can, he can throw it all over the field. There is some weakness in the secondary that shows up, and, you know, they can get beat. Uh, and it's been proven that way. I don't think either defense in the NFC can can be the the bullies that that could slow them down. I, you you got to be honest; it's pretty unlikely that the 49ers get beat. Who do you think's the best quarterback of all time? <laughs> like you know, I sit in the bar stool and you know I'm gonna get in a fight over this stupid stuff. <laughs> Look, Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. Joe had four. I mean, you just when he had his seventh Super Bowl, you're like, no one's gonna ever. And no one says there's gonna be another person that wins seven Super Bowls. I, I, I you, know, you never say never, but I say never. No one will ever win seven Super Bowls. And so to me, it, we tend to just say that if you whoever has the most Super Bowls is the greatest of all time, and that's fine. You can have all kinds of arguments about it, and and scream and yell, but until somebody wins another six or seven Super Bowls. You know, uh, Tom Brady. I mean, it just has to be that way. Okay, but do you truly believe that that should be the bottom line if you're going to find? It, it because never, it never is. But never Steve, is. we don't it's, hold other positional players to that. Yeah, it's contextual, of course. But that's 
Dan, you, oh, now you're going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm upset that that's the, the parameters that we're going to make the judgment on, so I want to change the, the way that that's done. Well, good luck. You're going to be run over. Like, okay, let's think about, let's look at um, contextually around the players that, uh, ha, you know, had more uh, um, uh, comebacks, fourth quarter comebacks. But then, wait, wait, if you have a lot of fourth quarter comebacks, what are you doing behind? <laughs> well, who had the most, uh, you know, like it just, uh, uh, it, you'll run out of space. I think in the end, uh, football's a team game. So quarterback's the ultimate player on the team game and so the ultimate thing to do is to go to the Super Bowl on a team game and the quarterback who does it the most I mean I, I, I think that's probably why it wins Dan because it's the one that there's a lot of other ways to cut it but in the end you know championships have a championships have a way of like calming the water will somebody be recognized as a better receiver than Jerry Rice in our lifetime no I think he just relentlessly um it just you you can't match the numbers. People have tried. Uh, even in today's, what's crazy is the games changed so much. It's so much more uh, wide open. You're seeing efficiency records in the one eighteens, one twenties. You're seeing uh, yardage, touchdowns. You know, um, if you look at error adjusted, you know, you think that Jerry <laughs> Rice would easily be covered by now, right? Come on. I mean, 20, 30 years later, you're still looking up, like, pretty pretty dramatically at Jerry Rice. Then you ask yourself, how? because uh, even if you're going to be era-adjusted and still be dominant, and even un-era-adjusted still be dominant, you're, you're going to dominate for a long time. When you watch the game now with your kids, like, do you, do you ever go, how did I play that game? Like, how did I survive I've done that when I'm, you know, on Monday nights when we're on the sideline, and uh, you know, some teams are particularly kind of bully looking, and you watch, and you, and you, I watch the first quarter a lot from the sidelines, <laughs> and I'll be with a buddy or something. He's like, oh, "You, you freaking played this?" <laughs> the, the <laughs> I know. He calls Dude, it this. I played this. I played this. <laughs> it wasn't just patty cake, man. This is <laughs> this is a whole. This is what he goes. You're kidding me. Like <laughs> you got freaking rocked. Man, you know, you're not going to – so, yeah, I do I, – time goes on and you think about the game. But I still I, – the problem with me, Dan, is I see the game today and I see the players that are thriving in this game today, the guys – my guys, guys that played like I played. And and you see how they treat the quarterback and you see all the open spaces and the, and the flats are never open, the middle of the field is unpatrolled, and you're like – Please let me play again. Please let me play in this time. And I and I really mean that. Like I would love so desperately to play today. It would be so much fun. I mean, I never thought football is necessarily fun. I thought it rewarding and challenging and like engaging, but I never thought of it as like fun. And I for whatever reason, today's game to me is like, oh, so much fun. I just want to play. Who's the former teammate of yours who should be a Hall of Famer? Uh well, there's two. There's probably Roger Craig and, and and Brent Jones. Okay. And and I think you'd argue for Harris Barton. Like all we talk about, twenty years of, you know, dominance. Uh, what eighteen playoff appearances in a row, or nineteen playoff appearances in a row, five five Super Bowls, and what twelve championship games, thirteen championship games. I mean, it was it was it was Patriot like. And so you and the guys that led that and did that, you're you're forgetting a couple or three. Um, inevitably that happens, but that's that's how I would line it up. 
Do you have anything cool in your office? Is that your actual office where you are? <laughs> look, I look. I my, when I got married, my wife says, "Hey, look, there's only one quarterback in the in the family. That's me." We talked about. You see but, this ring, Steve. The other quarterback bought the house. You see my ring? I got my rings here. I got my, so I, I, I've lived uh, for no, uh, for a few decades. Uh, Brett recognizing at home. This is not my. This is my wife's office. I have a little corner that I'm using. Before, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm before the uh, office hours, and so I get to sit here for a while. What happened to you? <laughs> I, I can tell you one thing: offensive line sucks. I can tell you that. Because that's because that's what I'm playing now. And uh... <laughs> great to talk to you. Uh, thank yeah, you. Thanks for sharing, Steve. You're the best. That's care, uh, Steve Young, Hall of Famer. And that's tough. There's one quarterback, and it ain't Steve. Honey, get out of my office. All right. I told you you got 15 minutes in there. Let, let me take a break. We'll come back. Phone calls after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's time to play the Bill Belichick game. I don't know what it is, but Paulie said we're going to play the Bill Belichick game. But before we do, 
the audience would like to have one more Jim Nance, Tony Romo exchange. I don't know if we could really do that. Murder, she wrote. Taped late on the East Coast. 60 minutes coming up next. Tony, the Falcons are third and four. What are we going to do here? I, I didn't even know they could do that here, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we can put that to bed. It's an all-new young Sheldon. Young Sheldon did not get into the prep school of his choice. What's he going to do? Third and three for the Texans. Tony, what do you got? Well, I think they better pick this one up here, Jim. This is a big one. Keep an eye on that. All righty. <laughs> young Sheldon was that. Young Sheldon. young Sheldon. Do you know that show's wrapping up? I saw it. Why is he no longer young? Right. He's like middle-aged old, Sheldon. Old Sheldon? I think, uh, I, think they, I just saw it, the last season of uh, Young Sheldon. Hmm. Okay. Never, I never saw an episode. Jim Parsons needed uh, that boost, though. God, Jim Parsons has made some bank. He has... He even, made $100 million off of... Uh, what was that? The Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. I think you're light on that, that yeah. estimate. Because not only did he get paid for being on the show, he gets much, much more for oh, the syndication yeah. show. Then he's the only cast member who got his own spinoff of Young Sheldon. Oh, well, no, I was saying that he was getting a, a hundred million for yeah. Big Bang, right. and then Young Sheldon. Yeah, Jim's oh, doing well, okay. I don't know about <laughs> I'm not keeping score. Yeah, yes, Todd. He gets Big Bang for his buck. Oh, thank you. All right, blue, blue. Hey, Todd's, Todd's here today. Hey, I'm here, huh? Yeah. Are you here here all day? At least till noon Eastern. All right, I like Maybe that. Maybe a little later. Okay, it's time to play the Bill Belichick game. Do we have any music? Oh, we do. Seems to be the same music we have for a lot of different games. This feels different because Bill loves the NFL, NFL films, old okay. school music. All right, old school. This is a different game. We're going to give point totals. Okay. You get 10 points if you could tell me where Bill Belichick is going to coach. 10 points if you could tell me if it's going to be before the end of the week or next week. And then a bonus of 50 points if you want to go other and call your shot. Like not coaching. Oh, which I, everyone assumes he's going to coach. Okay. No one's entertained the fact okay. that he might do elsewhere. Right. So who would like to go first? The Bill Belichick game. To recap, because it was complex. Where, first. where, when, and then hot take. All right, Todd, go ahead. Next week, Cowboys. All right. Seton O'Connor. Um, let's see. Next week, Cowboys. Okay. Same as Todd. Marvin. Next week, Eagles. Oh, snap. <laughs> Ollie? Next week, Commanders. Wow. Next week, next Wednesday. Oh, you get 10 extra at, bonus points. At 3.37 Whoa. East Coast time. And more. Bill Belichick and the Dallas Cowboys. That's the Bill Belichick game. Yeah, all NFC East You know what? You want to go in. You don't want to drag out the uh, win total as you surpass Don Shula. He's going to be able to do it in two seasons. And unless they do really well in Dallas and he could do it in one season. And you have a chance to win a Super Bowl and you got a chance to be a hero. A big hero. Yes, Seton. I do like the idea of, of Bill Belichick going NFC South, just running through that for the next <laughs> five years or so. I would running s- through that mess. Still no love, problem. I'd love to hear the opening question by Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons. 
Is he interviewing Bill, or is Bill interviewing Arthur Blank? Uh, you guys got a history of success in the playoffs. Oh, that's right, twenty-eight-three. Almost forgot. Yes, Eden. I like the idea that like uh, if Bill was like, well, you know, I'm Bill Belichick. I'm the greatest coach of all time. I got all these rings. I got all this stuff. And Arthur Blank is like, yeah, no problem. Why don't you come meet me on my yacht? That's as much as your career earnings. But this is just what <laughs> one of my play things. You come meet me on my hundred and eighty million dollars super yacht. Okay, and then we'll see who's the boss here. No problem. When Bill. does it become a super yacht? Whoa! Like how much do you spend, or how big is it? Is it so? It's an official designation. Stay tuned. Hold on. I would think size matters here when it's a super yacht. What about a mega yacht? Ooh, a mega yacht. I believe that's the other class. Okay, but Jerry Jones, he's got a mega yacht. Daniel Snyder has a mega yacht. Arthur Blanks is, all right, it's $140 million. A super yacht is typically over 79 feet in Okay, light. so there is size that matters here, not the price. Paulie? Yes, and to go further, a mega yacht is 200 feet or more. Mm. How about this? What if Bill Belichick's on the super yacht and says, I'll take it? Take the yacht? Yeah. You leave me the keys if they have keys, <laughs> and I'm your coach. In lieu of a paycheck. $180 million? What, four years? You could buy another boat. Mm. I can't imagine Bill on a yacht like mm. that. No. No. No, he doesn't need that. I mean, he's got a boat that he likes. Yeah, so. he's got, got yeah. a Jimmy Johnson-like boat. He's got a Boston whaler. Yeah, that's all you sweatshirts. need. You don't need that. Yes, Todd? If Belichick took the Cowboys job and within the next year or two took them to a Super Bowl title, how long would he have to wait for the Ring of Honor? <laughs> he gets it as part of his signing deal. <laughs> Instantly. The second he holds up the Chair, there it is. It's in Irving, Texas. I thought you were going to... Do a play on Arthur Blank's name. I could do that, Bill. too. Write him a blank Arthur Blank check, and yeah. then maybe he'll Arthur come to the blank. Yeah, uh, I'd like that. an Arthur Blank. He's not going okay. to Atlanta. No. Well, it feels like you got a little bit more work to do there. Yes, Marvin? If Belichick doesn't go to the Falcons, they were shooting blanks. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Andrew in Washington. Andrew, thanks for holding. What do you have for me today? Good morning, Dan and Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. You guys played the Bill Belichick game. That was going to be my question, where you thought he had a better mm. chance to break Don Shula's record and win a Super Bowl. But with your choice brings up another question. Chris Sims yesterday, yesterday said that he sees Dak Prescott, that, that he could win a Super Bowl with Dallas. I don't see Dak Prescott as a Super Bowl winning QB with his game management and his time management at times and play selections. So where, why do you see that Dak Prescott could be a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Well, I think that they have a lot of talent there. They Are they going to win it because of Dak Prescott? No. But we, we mentioned this at, at the beginning of the season. They have a, a bigger issue from the standpoint of payroll because Dak's going to get, let's say, 55 to $60 million, his contract. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb's going to want $25 million. And you got Micah Parsons, who's going to want more than T.J. Watt. $30 million. All of that after next season. Are you going to extend them now? Can you do a team-friendly? That's three big ticket items for them. And as we've seen with these teams, whether it was Seattle years ago or the Eagles, when you start to lose players because you're paying other players, you know that's, that's when you start to see some weaknesses there show up. But right now, Dallas, uh, you know, that's a manageable team salary-wise. 
But it's because Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb are probably making a combined $8 million this year. Dak is your big ticket item. Bill Belichick's going to want a lot of money. Now, that's not salary cap, but Belichick's probably going to want three years, $65 million. <laughs> right? Casually, you said that. Yeah. Yes, Todd. That's a bargain, I think. Thank you, Todd. Two hours. Seventy. Thank you, Todd. Two hours in the books. One more to go. We'll talk to Reggie Bush in the final hour. Fritzy, Seaton, Marv, Paulie, yours truly. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.